0: Welcome to the Bards FM Podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to The Valley of Decision. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction righteousness, ruthlessness, to understand tolerance you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students, they become the bards of war. Good evening patriots and it's Friday July 22nd in the year 2022 and if you think the world has become less crazy in the 24 hours you're wrong. It's only gotten worse and it will continue to get worse Because we're being led by a bunch of pedophile freaks. What else can we expect? Patriots, before we begin tonight, make sure you're getting a good night's sleep and you're doing so with products that will help you sleep well. And that's no better place to get those than MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is the Bards Nation's landing page. And it's the place where you can go and get great products like best pillows ever, the best sheets ever. All the mattress toppers, mattresses, you name it, towel sets, everything you need for your bedroom and your bathroom. Everything you need to get up in the morning and put on those comfy my slippers, pour yourself a cup of coffee and go, Yep, that was a good night's sleep and I'm ready to kick it today. Every day we gotta be doing that. Keep your head clear, keep your body strong. That's the idea. And then doing that, you stay active and functional in the fight because this fight's gonna get crazier. And definitely more confusing than we've ever imagined. It's coming. If it's not, if you think it's bad now, wait till we get to the end of August. And you'll be like, what? Wait a minute. Bards, what happened? I'll be like, I told you. I told you. And, and how are you going to solve all that? Well, you're going to help it get by easier by having great pillows and sheets from MyPillow.com. I bet you never thought you would be talking sheets and politics in the same breath. But we are. And here we are. And we're doing it. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards Promo code, guess it, you got it, Bards, B-A-R-D-S. And if you want to speak to a real, live human being, that would be called 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. And a Patriot pillow counselor is on standby waiting to assist and get you all kitted up. So there you go, mypillow.com forward slash Bards. All right, Patriots, so the first thing on a bit of news tonight, Is the sham trial of Steve Bannon. If you didn't hear about this, I have a lot of respect for Steve. Matter of fact, just so I say it, Steve Bannon has an open invitation anytime he wants to be on this show. And I would love to have him on. Though I know he's extremely busy and he doesn't do a lot of shows, but he has an open invitation right here. And we are going to include him. We included him in prayer this afternoon. Probably do it again tonight. But here's the deal. I've never, seen, I've never seen a trial move so fast. It's rather stunning, in fact. I think the trial started on Monday, and they selected juries on Tuesday. And in and out, just like that, wham, bam, thank you, man. They've already convicted him today. Isn't that amazing? Take a listen to this
1: verdict. We're talking about three hours and 10 minutes. And usually when you have a verdict that quickly, it's not favorable to the defendant. Uh, That did happen in this case today. Steve Bannon, former White House advisor to uh, former President Donald Trump, convicted on two counts of criminal contempt of Congress. Count one was willful failure to appear for testimony. This was before the January 6th committee last year. Guilty. Count two, willful failure to provide records to the 1-6 committee. Also guilty. Steve Bannon's team, Martha, did not put on a defense in front of the jurors. In fact, Bannon did not even testify in his own defense, which it was thought that he would. The government put on a case for about a day. Jury selection began just on Monday a few days ago, so this was an incredibly quick trial. But Steve Bannon's team was upset, Martha, this morning, and they filed a motion because last night in front of millions of people during the January 6th committee hearing, the committee played this audio clip of Bannon from October 2020. Listen.
2: And what Trump's going to do is just declare victory, right? He's going to declare victory, but that doesn't mean he's the winner. He's just going to say he's the winner. The Democrats, more of our people vote early that count. Theirs voted mail, And so they're going
1: to have a natural disadvantage, and Trump's going to take advantage of it. That's our strategy. Bannon's team said that he was at a disadvantage because that was played last night on the eve of the verdict of his trial, JURORS ARE NOT SUPPOSED TO BE WATCHING NEWS DEALING WITH THE 1-6 COMMITTEE, AS ANDY MCCARTHY WILL TELL YOU. But uh, sometimes that does happen, so they felt that they were at a disadvantage. Steve Bannon's sentencing will be October 21st. And Bannon, just wrapping this up here, Martha, he said that he was covered by executive privilege, meaning his conversations with President Trump were under that executive privilege. The Department of Justice said, sorry, nice try. You hadn't been employed at the White House since 2017. So this issue, actually, between executive privilege with former presidential aides and former presidents may make its way all the way up to the Supreme Court. But right now, we are waiting. Steve Bannon to leave the courthouse to see if he has anything to say about being found guilty on a charge that's not actually been convicted. Someone hasn't been convicted on this since 1974. G. Gordon Liddy, the former Nixon aide.
0: Well, Patriots, this is all part of the sham system we're currently living in. If you think for a second, if you get arrested for something and you're going to get a trial that moves through that quickly, well, you will if they're going to convict you. Because otherwise it won't be a fair trial. Our system is geared towards protecting the elites and not towards protecting us. Last night I spoke in detail about the report from Oculum Labs which did the the hack on the new CBDC or digital currency which apparently uses the CSRQ-SM software which is a social management software and what they discovered. And obviously what they discovered was that there were four types of accounts. The top account was the sovereign class, which constituted 7.8 million or 0.0, or just 0.1% of humans. And that's the elite. And that's the core that's benefiting, it's going to benefit from everything. And the reason I say that is if you're wondering which everyone should be asking, why isn't anybody speaking about this? Why is it that nobody is telling us, here's what your new currency is going to look like. Here's what the potential crash is going to happen. You should be stocking up on food. We need to stop the vax. We need to stop the CBDC that is designed to be a hackable digital currency that we can control your lives with. Why isn't anybody speaking about it? Because patriots, they've already been bought and sold. Every one of these people knows ultimately that they are part of the sovereign class and they're not going to reveal it because the rest of the world is going to be their slaves. They're going to sell it nicely. Trust me. It's going to be a calamity of some fashion. It's going to be a major false flag. It'll be New York, Chicago. It'll be Portland, Oregon, San Francisco, Atlanta, maybe all of them together, Washington, DC, dramatic events, pictures on the TV. You're going to have some sort of thing. that's going to run people to the edge of fear. And they're going to basically force engineer a collapse of society, in my opinion. Because they're going to have to bring everybody to the brink. And then it's going to be the question of what people, what route people buy. And we're going to, I want to dig into this a lot tonight. And we're going to get to that in just a moment. But really where we are as a nation in the valley of decision. And why that walk with God has become so important. And it is fundamental if we don't stay there. We're going to be caught into their decision matrix, and their decision matrix takes us to the same end. They want the majority of people to be in the common class, and they will send some people into the sovereign. Nobody nobody that we know will go into sovereign class because we're all bad. We're really bad because we don't kiss the butt of Satan. And then you've got the restricted class, which is going to constitute a lot of followers they believe in the Constitution. And then you're going to have the Q class, the quarantine class, which I'm, I think I've already got a room. they <laughs> are going to be like, what? You've already reserved a space? I'm like, yeah. A long time over there. They've, they've got me ready. I'm, I'm only going to, but they want to give me five or more shots. That's not happening. <laughs> Trust me, that's not happening at any cost. But they probably already have one scheduled for me. That's okay. We'll greet them with the appropriate level of response that is needed. No worries. All right, so let me just play a couple things here. This is um, a little bit from our now the partnership that Chevy has done with LGBTQ.
2: Any of you guys driving Chevy? I am. It would be good to know that Chevrolet is now partnered with an LGBTQ plus group that is now pushing gender identity indoctrination in schools. The group that Chevrolet has partnered with, GLSEN, is now advocating to push gender ideology in K-12 schools, not just nationwide, worldwide. Let's take a look at some of the content they're making. Mixed in with maybe some normal conversations is drag as activism and trans inclusion in sports. In a statement, Chevrolet says at Chevrolet, we have a history of leading and supporting initiatives that promote inclusion and diversity. We all know what that means. Accept this dogma and ideology or else. They say they're going to reinforce Chevy's commitment to driving substantive cultural progress because it's culturally progressive to confuse kids about their gender, to tell them that drag is activism, and to put biological males in female sports. Super progressive. All I'm saying is I'm rethinking my business with Chevrolet, and you should too.
0: Oh, yeah. Get a Jeep. They're at least owned by Chrysler. They haven't done anything stupid yet, but I'm sure they will. And Patriots, that's just the part of the world that we're in right now, that everything in the back end is being led by these corporate entities, and this is a corporatocracy, and all the people that are on the yoke of the corporations aren't saying anything. They're just staying. going, like, okay, I don't like it. I don't like it, but I'm going to go along with it. That's a very dangerous place to be. This is why I've talked so much about the seven pillars in county by county. One of those critical pillars is pillar number four, right work. Getting your gifts and talents activated so you're not dependent on their system. Remember, this entire fight is not what we think it is. The illusion before us is the path of the Republican or the Democrat, and it's that's a complete scam. It's an illusion, and you have to get past it. The correct path is that path that takes you away from that, what I call the path with God. You can call it what you want, but that's the path where you're putting God first in your life, and you're literally creating an exodus from this. It's If you follow the other paths, you're leading to the same place. So in another event of looking at how impactive this time is, but again, this is going to be a reflection of this coming division of the technocracy and the people. Take a listen to this and pay attention to how they're dealing with teacher shortages. Jefferson County Public Schools continues to lose teachers at an alarming rate.
1: Tonight, the school board accepted the resignations of 118 certified teachers. WLKY's Drew Gardner is live in the newsroom with a look at how the district is addressing this growing problem. Drew?
2: Well, Vicki, this is not a new problem. JCPS has been dealing with a teacher shortage for the last several years. But the rate at which teachers are leaving is going up fast. In addition to resignations, the board also accepted 83 teacher retirements just tonight. From fighting for better wages to the strains of COVID-19, teachers have been making the difficult choice to leave the profession altogether. Last month, 82 teachers submitted their resignations, this month 118. Those staffing shortages are being felt the most by the students and the teachers left behind. We're
3: having to look at things differently with our schools in order to minimize the impact of staffing shortages on our schools especially teachers. We probably didn't do enough of that last year, so we're working hard to do that.
2: One way the district is doing that is by improving classroom technology. Beginning this year, each classroom will be outfitted with audio enhancements that will amplify teacher and student voices over the classroom's speaker system. This is a tool that as research has shown uh, to increase achievement in students
3: along with providing that additional security that we're working so hard on.
2: The technology will also provide an extra layer of security. The fob used as a microphone uh, will
3: have a safety button on it. So when the teacher clicks the button three times, it automatically sends a notification to the front office and to the administration that a teacher needs assistance.
2: Polio also announced a new pilot program through Amazon Business to help teachers with classroom expenses. We're gonna provide every classroom teacher with an account for Amazon Business with $250
3: for classroom supplies.
2: But one factor out of the district's control is COVID-19. The BA-5 variant already has health officials concerned about a fall surge.
1: There's another variant they're watching closely, BA-2.75, and
2: um, they have concerns about it as well. So the prediction is that the fall is going to be pretty intense with COVID. The district's COVID-19 plan remains largely the same as last year, with universal masking only required when community levels are high. But as more and more people abandoned masks, some board members feared enforcing a mask mandate could put more stress on an already strained staff. The board will be getting a more in-depth staff report at its August 2nd meeting where they will discuss the shortages and ways to improve retention at the time.
0: So if you're paying attention to what's happening here, and this is again the way this whole plan works, it's they're trying to make the problem always the people. So the teachers are quitting, and for various reasons, whether it's because they don't really tell you the motivations. So I don't know whether it's that they can't get away with their woke strategy or if they're overstressed or if they're actually against a lot of the teachings. We don't know the ideological perspective on the teachers. But the pressure that's being put on these institutions is by design. They're trying to weed out and tax out the people that are unwilling to be part of their system. And as they shred them and get rid of them, slowly more technologies are rolled in to backfill the people. Same thing is going to happen with the military. Same thing will happen with police forces. Same thing will happen with just about every aspect. Remember what this goal is. The WEF's direction, and in fact, it's not just the WEF, it's this new world order. And so this is where we have to kind of dig into this a little bit. There is a new order of power shaping up in the world. One of that side of that power is called BRICS. Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. And they're creating multitude of alliances that are pulling away from the petrodollar. That principle behind BRICS is led by Xi Jinping and it's being led by Russian President Putin. And that effort that they're doing there is talking in terms of sovereign nations. They're not using the term of sovereign citizen or a sovereignty for people. Very important. So essentially what they're saying is the nations can live in the manner in which they choose under this new umbrella on bricks, but there's going to be still the digital currencies. There's still the AIs. There's still the quantum quantum computer systems. No one, none of those countries has said they will not vaccinate. You see, there's a whole series of things under the cover of this that haven't changed, but it's a different power structure. And it's breaking from the Rothschild's banking system. It's creating its own new banking system. On the other side, you have this Rothschild's banking system, which we're still very much part of in architecture. And that's tied in with the Five Eyes Groups, It's tied in with this new agenda of green energy. And kind of like this.
2: Right now, we are witnessing the beginning of one of the most significant events in human history. The clean energy transition. It is long overdue and it can't progress fast enough.
0: That's Biden's energy secretary. So they're forcing on this other side, they're forcing everybody into the Internet of Things, the Internet, the total control society. It is a master grid control society. And the backbone to that looks like it's Elon Musk's nightmare that he's been putting in the sky at our taxpayer expense. I mean, I think this is really important because there was never a public discussion and if we wanted space-based monitoring, but apparently we're getting it with Elon Musk. And I keep reading this stuff on Telegram and other things of Patriots saying, well, he's a good guy. You know, he's been funding stuff from the Department of Defense. This is what the White Hats have been doing secretly. Okay. I, I, I don't have the visibility in the technology and I don't have the visibility in the classified programs to say whether that's true or not. I'm simply saying, I'm going to say very clearly, trust no one right now. And you have to hold to that line. Because this is getting increasingly convoluted. You have elites fighting each other, vying for one thing. And that's the control of us. So as we enter into this, it's looking like there's only two paths before most people. There's actually three. And I'm oversimplifying because I'm sure someone can micro-segment this down and say, well, there's 50 or 10 or 15 or whatever. There's primarily two paths that you're seeing as the only path and there is a third path and that's where we're now entering into the valley of decision. And it's going to be very critical that you are aware of these to make the right decision. And, that valley of, and in that valley of decision, that decision to follow God's path is not going to be easy. So these other two paths are all about the same thing though. They're all about using technology to solve problems. And in that model of technology where one wants to see technology to be dominant, controlled over people without their consent. It's going to force people into mandatory slavery. It is literally like the dark side of the Matrix. The other side is very much like the Zion side of the Matrix that comes out in Matrix 4. If you've seen the film, it's important that piece gets understood. And if you haven't seen Matrix 4, do see it. Because what you witness there is this ideal, where AI has, be, has achieved consciousness and it's working in together with humans, in concert in a happy in a happy medium, and everybody's happy because technology and AI are all synchronized together and with humans and humans are are using tech augmentation for the benefit of humanity. That vision is garbage. Because at the end of the day, you can't control the those that have evil in their heart to use technology for good. Human beings are not capable of managing it. And in fact, I think we could argue fairly clearly that these technologies were brought into this world by the fallen. So it is a deception to think that there's two paths. One, it's literally the Pied Piper on one and it's literally the, you know, the forced obedience on the other. And so when we Take this, neck this down to what's happening in schools. The children that are being pulled out to homeschool are moving into the human side of the equation. The parents that are leaving their children into schools are now indoctrinating them into the transhuman side of the equation, and it will be a high-speed acceleration. We're watching this movement go very quickly right now. And what we do know is the this vax has multitude of applications. On one level, this vax is Functionally sorting out and weeding out the people that they consider to be useless eaters. You notice that no one's saying stop the vax, nor is anyone screaming loud about the death of the elderly, the sickness of the elderly. Where is the voice in politics about the elderly? I'm going to tell you there isn't one. And the reason that they're weeding them out is they do see the elderly class as one that needs to be gotten rid of in my opinion, for two particular reasons. One, because we're hitting a crisis of Social Security, which will be bankrupt, officially bankrupt in 2027. But more importantly, from the experience that I've seen in war, the elderly represent what I call the wisdom class. And the wisdom class has the memory of things before the event. So if you're going to rewrite history, get people to move forward into this quick advance, you need to get rid of those that would anchor you back to the wisdom of the old. They've done a very effective job of destroying our responsibility towards our parents by mainstreaming the idea that it's not only acceptable but encouraged to cast your parents out into elderly homes and retirement homes and get them the hell out of your life and be able to live your life for yourself. That's the woke religion of me. And both sides of this, I'm just going to use for the sake of talking both sides, the Republican and the Democrats, they are both talking similar things. No one is speaking up and defending the elderly. There's subtle differences, but the voices that are installed right now are all trajectorying towards a similar direction. And that is that we need to advance society with technology for a better future. And it's advanced technology developments. It's big leaps. It's what's going to free us from everything. It's what's going to allow us to advance into high levels of awareness and consciousness and all this other stuff. And at the center of that, I don't care how many ways you slice this bread, you're going to get to the same place, which is everybody agrees in one capacity or another that humans need to be augmented into a transhuman state. The only question is if it's done for good or done for evil Or if people have a choice in it or they don't. That's your paths that you're sitting looking at every day. And that's the paths that you're seeing both parties push. They have different wording. They give you a different flavor. If you're one that can't stand Trump and you're, you're out here, you're angry at the Republicans because you've been convinced in your brainwashing that the Republicans are evil, you're going to run over and you're going to say, I don't like Biden, but it sure is a heck of a lot better because at least he's pushing for green energy, which is high speed internet of things and and enslavement. The other side you have make America great. If you like that, You're like, rah, rah, let's make America great. What does that look like? New factories. What do new factories look like? They're all robotic factories. What happens to the people? Well, we're only hiring 20 people instead of 500 people, but they're good jobs anyway. They're going to pay well, but you're going to just be monitoring the artificial intelligence to run our robotics that manufacture the masses amount of crap that people don't need, but you're going to be there and you're going to be working and we're making America great again. Same story, same coin, two faces. That's what it is. So what's that other path in this Valley of Decision? Because when we get down here, if you imagine the Valley of Decision being a forked road, but on the fork to the left, there is a dark fork and there's one that has a little bit more light to it. That's what we just described. On the other side is a really rough trodden path. I mean, It's rocks and it's got some cactus and and maybe it has some briar bushes. I don't know if they grow together, but it sure sounds good for a story. And you're going to have this really difficult path ahead of you. That's God's path. Because it's not intended for everybody to follow. And as a society and as a culture and as a world and as a humanity, this is where we're entering into. And God doesn't have to play narrative games. He's not having to market himself. He doesn't bother. The devil markets himself. He's giving you the spin, the left and the right, and this is what it's going to look like. And, hey, I got a better idea over here. We have got we have Tesla cars, and someone over here says, no, no, we don't need Tesla cars. We've got a brand-new Ford Bronco with a V8 engine in it, and it's a new ultra-efficient V8 engine with with energy capture systems on the brake system, so you can have a hybrid. Everybody's like, oh, these are dazzling. I don't know which one I can choose. So difficult with my choices. Should I go all electric with the Tesla truck, or should I go partially traditional and maybe a little bit more advanced with this new super cool Ford Bronco. Same thing. End of the day, you get in, they smell the same way. The seats feel the same. The lift is about the same. The visibility is about the same. They drive about the same. When you get outside, you're like, wow, my sure looks a lot better than the other. When you really put them side by side, they're really not that different because guess what? The same AI delivered and designed them both. See, that's the trap. And in this point where we're at right now, this massive choice that we're going to have to make as people is a direction in which we're going to want to go as a society. And this is going to fall ultimately on us. Now, what do I think? I think that there is a core remnant that is ready for that walk with God. I think we've seen that grow in this world. And I think it's going to be the group that ultimately saves humanity. That's me talking. But why do I believe that? Because it's a group of people that are willing to step and walk in the trust of God and reject all this other garbage that we already know has not been producing success. We're not being deluded by the illusions and the idolatries of the worship of things. And we're seeking a higher level existence, which is a relationship with God in everything we do. And that relationship doesn't depend upon technologies. It benefits where we want it to, but we are not attached or nor do we worship it. And it is a walk that's going to require more sacrifice. And it's going to be a very critical point because in this push of these two sides, these, these two avenues of decision that are very much the same but look a little different, you're going to see all sorts of peddling and promises in different ways of which one's got a better deal. Come to me, and I'll give you a thousand dollars UBI a month and all sorts and free health care, which apparently should be a a human right now. A health care system that's run by the globalists, that's been funded by the Rothschilds, that has a double headed snake on its cross to tell you how healthy you're going to be. And I guarantee you, you're going to get all sorts of free vaccines just in the process. And then there's going to be this variation. It's going to be like, we don't want free health care. We want you to be able to choose your plan. And we want you to be able to have as many vaccines as you want. So of course, we have to understand vaccines are important to us. But you can choose. Until, of course, it gets too bad and we have to use the military to lock things down and we have to force everybody to get vaccinated. But we know that's not going to happen very often. One side's going to completely throw out the Constitution. The other side's going to give you the Constitution and go, yeah, it's pretty good. Might want to make a few changes. And it's good until we have to suspend it with the NDAA, but it's still good. See? We have to leave all that behind. And this challenge that we face now is very significant. Take a listen to this from Steve Bannon. We've essentially put
2: the burden on the bailout on the working-class and middle-class. That's why nobody owns anything. But the the millennials today are nothing but 19th-century Russian serfs. They're better fed. They're better clothed. They're in better shape. They have more information than anybody in the world at any point in time. But they don't own anything. They're not going to own anything. Okay, and they and they're twenty percent. If you take if you mark in time against their parents, they're twenty percent behind in their income, and there's no pension plan in the future. They're they're all gig economy. We've literally destroyed the middle class in this country. Okay, and both political parties. By the way, this is not about Republicans and Democrats. Right. This but is this is this is the way the system works, and this is the way the system comes together to protect itself and to, and to
0: and to move itself forward. You see how that is. So they're they're playing these. They're doing this class division as they're all playing the same game. It's the same band. It's the same orchestra. It's the same team. They're just putting on different jerseys. It's red shirt, red shirt, white shirt, going to go out and have a scrimmage day. And people keep seeing this. is like, wow, they're different. Oh, he's unique. Oh, she's fantastic. Oh, I don't know about her. This is all the same orchestra. And it's all been playing the tune of how bad can we screw humanity? And on in their top 40, that's like the number one hit. And they've been playing all sorts of other great things like can we get humanity to commit suicide? And that's been their latest hit. And it didn't quite hit number one on the charts but it got pretty high up because they didn't get as many people to take the shot as they had expected. Had they achieved their 70%, it would have been the all-time number one hit. We're doing it to ourselves. And it's this crazy indoctrination in a program that constantly puts people in this place of inferiority. Look, we're perfectly capable of doing amazing things. Let me give you an example. And I don't have the answer for this, but it's my point that I'm trying to make. They're going to try to squeeze down on petroleum. They're going to try to force everybody into a $65,000 electric car. The waiting lists are going to be outrageous. You're not going to be able to get it for two or three years. You're going to be dumping in everything you have if they get their way. You're going to be indebted up to your ears on it. The car is going to burn out in five years. It's going to need a new battery pack. You're going to have to get it refinanced. It's a never-ending debt cycle. In the end, you're going to create more post-consumer waste with the battery packs that aren't recyclable are going to end up in the landfills. All these windmills they've been building, they're going to be part of that energy package you're supporting. They're going to end up half of them in the landfills. Most of the 10, nine out of 10 of the solar panels that were done over the last 10 years in California or 20 years are now ending up in the landfills in California. All of this is part of the green new deal. Destroy the earth more. That's the core of it, which is God's earth that we are supposed to be stewarding but we're giving every bit of right away because I want to feel good about plugging my car in and having my own electricity at home because apparently a battery is an energy generating pack. Most of these idiots don't even realize that battery is a storage medium and the energy is delivered from somewhere else. So this this is our world we're in. And in this generation of Convolution and it's going to get worse. You've got subclasses and classes. I mean, look at this whole thing between just take the Democrat line, or it will take better said, the liberal line, the millennial liberal line, and the Z, Generation Z liberal line. I don't know if you've talked to any of these folks, but what I'm going to tell you is that millennials don't like Gen Z, Gen Z doesn't like millennials, and yet they're all talking similar garbage. This is how this divide and conquer thing works. There's a segment in Afghanistan that runs from the top of Afghanistan all the way down, all the, the borders Pakistan. I believe it's called the Duran Line. I, I, I'm saying because I didn't research it, the details on it tonight, but I'm drawing this from memory. It's one of the most masterful pieces of statesmanship ever developed by the British State Department, which is where our, which is basically the intelligence service. And why is it masterful? Because it is so critically done. It's like reading a calculus program, by the way, when you read it. And if you know calculus, you'd appreciate what I said. It is so complicated, so nuanced, that that line of, quote, peace deeply divided a culture of Pashtuns in Afghanistan that has lasted for generations. And we will continue to. Because of the way that they set up the hierarchies of power, the way they put the line of, of the line between Pakistan and Afghanistan, how they subdivided tribes, all of this. How one tribe that used to be able to talk to one another now has to go to the Afghan authorities, the other tribe has to go to the Pakistani authorities. I could go on the list of crazy things they did, and it was all by design to keep a society divided. And so what happens? They're constantly at war. Kind of like the American Indians and us. I didn't have anything to do with breaking the treaty with the Native Americans. But oh boy, our government sure did. And they did it in the name of European white people. As the same group of people, the same this same class of people, which were actually the wealthiest class of them all, led by Pike, made sure that the slave class, the slave owner class had a big say in this country so that they could create a rift forever and blame it on us as well. We're all victims of this damn thing. And they're doing the same thing again right now. And they're doing it right before our very eyes. They just call it Republican and Democrat. And you're trying to get fed this line of crap that somehow the Republicans are going to save the world. And this is why I keep pointing out to the fact that you vote in every single person Republican and you're still not changing the CEO of Pfizer and you're not holding him accountable. And you're not changing the judge and the jury that just buried Steve Bannon or tried to. And you're not changing the mentality of people that see that it's right, for example, those many that are out here that see that it's right, that those that didn't take the vaccine, they need to be quarantined, forced, injected, and maybe even terminated because they're a threat to society. Your vote doesn't change that. And while it is important to work in a process to awaken many, don't be naive about what game they're playing. Because these parties have no intention of giving in on the big things. And what are those big things? If they get a chance to save themselves and get a chance to keep their money, they are not giving it away. And they will do whatever is necessary to make sure they keep it at our expense. This is not going to end quickly. And this is a problem people keep having. They keep looking at, like, it's going to end in 2022. We are not going to win this in 2022. And if you listen to anybody with critical thinking on this problem, it is, they're telling you this is going to be a long fight. This fight is going to be based on us making decisions for humanity. It's going to have to confront the realities of a deep level of programming that has occurred over decades that has kept people divided and believing in a bipolar party class that's one party with two faces. And unfortunately, I think it's going to come down to the fact that people very much are going to have to suffer extreme pain on this. You're not going to change in your vote the police officers that are willing to go door to door and collect guns if it's a red flag law. And what stimulates a red flag law? Your neighbor calls in and says, you're mentally unstable. That's basically it. Even though red flag laws are against the Constitution and the Supreme Court has struck them down, you still have hundreds if not thousands of police officers in this nation that are willing to use them for their own benefit. Patriots, the only path we have here is a path of truth, which is not politically grounded. And that's in the valley of decision, this decision point we have to make. And that valley of decision has to be grounded in something that you can constantly lean into and know that it's going to give you truth. What is that? That's your relationship through Christ to the Father. And it has to be there. This mix that we're seeing here is getting crazier in the time because each party is being exposed. Why? Because they're all part of the same band of thieves that have been raping this country forever. And it's, they're going to keep playing the pieces on the board. We are the prize. Remember that. We're not, we're not in this game with them. We're not, we're not being, sh- like I said at the beginning, they're not sharing us with us what their plans are. They're just giving us the buzzwords. Make America great. What does that look like? Make America great. What does that look like? Uh, make America great? America first. What does that look like? Well, put America first. What does that look like? Green New Deal. We're going to save the planet with the Green New Deal. What does that look like? Um. well it's going to have electric cars what else how's the infrastructure going to sustain it where's the funding going who's making the money you see all of these details we have to start demanding if you want to get through this and you're going to find something out the more you demand there aren't the answers you think there are this republic was built on we the people not a handful of politicians to save our butt And unfortunately, as a society, we've moved to a place where we keep looking for a savior. And why? And I'm going to tell you my theory, and it's going to hurt. So buckle up. And it's provable in Haiti. What's Haiti's biggest problem? They're still mentally slaves. What's America's greatest problem? They're still mentally slaves. People here have become accustomed to being slaves with a lot of privilege. They haven't come yet to the place of accepting what sovereign living is like, what God gave us. And that's at the core of the Valley of Decision. And that right there, if we overcome that, we start to seek freedom. People have not lived in a time where you are accountable for what you do and I mean totally accountable for what you do, what you eat, what you, what you make. We've become accustomed to having some version of a support system to get us through. And it's become increasingly bigger in that level where we have become essentially a welfare state. This is all by design. This is how you core out and gut that free, independent, patriot, sovereign thinking. That's what America, made America great, if we're going to use those terms. And we're going to have to get back to it again. This isn't an easy walk. And the valley of decision is not an easy one. And it's not for everyone. There will be many that will peel off and go, I just can't do it. I'm going to walk over here. I'm going to just, just like that scene in Matrix. Matrix where he broker, one of the guys on the team brokers the deal with the men in black, and he sits at the restaurant and he says, I know this steak is fake. I know that there's neurons sending information to my brain telling me what it tastes like, what it looks like, how it feels. But I sure love this steak. The strength of what is going to come next is going to require those that have the spine to make that move, to walk away from the temptations, to walk truly with God. I think there's a lot, but it's going to take a lot of strength to do it, and it's going to be built on that rock of faith. That's the valley of decision. And it's going to be running against the grain, and it's going to feel awful at sometimes. But that's what victory tastes like. Because the only way you're going to get to victory is if you go against the grain and start climbing up and working hard to get that foothold on that other level. Because once we get to the higher point and that light starts to shine from the hill, people start to look there and go, how come they're doing just fine and I'm struggling? It's no different than this vax issue. How come they're doing okay, but I'm still having to take injections and I don't feel good? Because you listened to the BS of this machine and you followed their lies when we tried to tell you. But the game has shifted now. And now we're going to have to look bigger and broader and be prepared to shift and to adapt more radically. At the core of this thing, the binding agent that they're going after is the money because that's what weaves it all together. Control the food, control the people, control the energy, control a nation, control the money, control the world. That's the valley of decision and we're now at the point of money and it's here. It's coming quickly in the next weeks or months. We don't know, but it's already been laid out. They have the plan. Now the question is, which path do you take? Let's pray. Father, we come to you today very humbled, blessed, by all that you've given, blessed by the clarity of the challenges that are before us. These are eyes to see that you've given us, and we're thankful for that. Father, we know that what's coming ahead is going to be profound. Challenges that we set before us are stacking up. It's very obvious what's coming. And so we pray for the strength of the many to sit solid on the rock of faith with you, and to follow that path that you lay before us, no matter what that path is. To not be tricked and fooled into the path of deception, but rather to the one path that leads to life. Guide us in these times, Father. Give us strength and eyes to see and ears to hear. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So putting all things aside, when you look at the two, the models that are ahead, everybody can, there's, you have to come to a certain point for making things work. The World Economic Forum has to accomplish something significant to get people to finally accept its new way. If it's BRICS and they're the victors, they have to do something significant to separate people from where we were to where they want us to go. It has to be radical and it has to be done so we will accept their path in their own way. If it's God and he wants us back to him, he has to allow things to happen in such a degree that people will be so worn down that they will finally turn to him and accept him and return to him as should be. What does that translate to universally? Something massive. I have no idea what exactly, but I'm telling you it's got to be massive. It has to be big enough to break society. And everybody's racing for the same thing. God's not racing. They are. Because they know that there's a really good chance that they're going to lose this thing because there's enough people starting to go to God. And that's great. But that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Because in order for the many to go return to Father, many are going to have to suffer some heavy pains to get to a place where they finally see clearly and break out of the cult that they're in. The cults are raging. The control over people's emotions, the need for people to seek leaders to fix their own problems is stunning. The path of sovereignty rejects that and walks purely with God. It's a tough path, but a brilliant path. And it's the path that ultimately saves humanity. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up. We need a lot of prayers for clarity and strength of the warrior class. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, remember we are walking boldly and fearlessly with Christ and we are at war. We've got to win this. And we will as long as we keep our feet solid on the rock of faith. I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now.
3: We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe